I say he's so sweet, cook I wanna lick the rapper. So I let her lick the rapper. She lick me like a lollipop. Lick the rapper gang party people. What's good? Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Lick the Rapper podcast with your host, Imani Blair. Imani, why does your voice sound so raspy right now? Because I've been smoking hella blunts. Why are you smoking hella blunts? Because I'm stressed the fuck out because I have a nine to motherfucking five and it's ruining my life and I'm about to quit that shit because fuck that shit. Okay, I have broken a nail. I have stubbed my toe. I'm stressed. Period. So, OnlyFans it is. Okay? <laughs> Period. I know y'all also hear the fucking washing machine in the background. It's my fault. I started the washing machine. It is what it is. I have a 9 to 5 now, so this is the only time I have to wash clothes. Oh, well. Get the fuck over it. Okay, anyways, thank you. Look, I'm just venting. It hasn't even been a minute in. I'm talking shit already. Anyways, welcome to another Thursday, okay, with me on this podcast. You could be anywhere in the motherfucking world right now, but you're here with me, and I have a great episode waiting for you. But before we get into it, I have a favor to ask you. If you could go right now into your Apple Podcast app, and type in lick the rapper podcast and leave me a rating and a motherfucking review that would make my day and it would be great for the show with no further ado welcome to the podcast scoozy he is such a talented talented artist and a friend of mine and i am so proud of him he talks about of course his sex life scoozy is so funny he talks about his album coming out called acts about the octopus scoozy even talks about his past relationship with masego and addresses some of the spicy tweets that were happening between him and the twitter line y'all know how that should go we had a lot of good conversations Aaliyah once again got finessed and tricked because of her super soaker Y'all know what I'm saying. All right, with no further ado, enjoy the podcast. He has irritable bowel syndrome. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> Every day on Twitter, Scoozy's like, oh, this shit is really bad right now. And the next day, I am taking a mean shit <laughs> ass on fire the next day. <laughs> I got to go perform tonight. I'm at the restaurant and I'm taking a shit. I'm like, Scoozy, one time I responded, I said, Are you okay? Now. You <laughs> after. How so you don't mind shitting like in anywhere? No. But what I kind of realized too is I like it's like an anxiety thing. Yeah. Because for yeah. me it was like kind of just a funny shit. And then I got there, no pun intended. Then I got a therapist and she was like, Yeah, bro, you uh that's anxiety. And I was like, Oh, well I'm I'm still shitting, so Put your um mic to up to your mouth. Uh-huh. There you go. Yep. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Scoozy, what the fuck is up? Welcome back. Thank you. You are definitely my favorite guest. I want to say one of my favorite guests, but you're my favorite. Hey, my favorite too. like artist guest. You know. Thank you. I feel like you bring a lot to the table in a lot of different ways, and we're gonna get into all of it. Say word. So, Leah, you probably know, Scoozy has been on the podcast before. He gave us the epic bowling ball story where the girl was trying to put his put her finger in his asshole and make him a bowling ball. <laughs> I never heard of that before. 
We're not even a minute oh in yet. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Okay. It's already spicy. Oh, it gets fucking real. And I feel like my listeners, because I be trying to start off the podcast by talking about like, oh, your album, blah, blah, blah. My listeners like, talk about booty hole. Right. Talk about butthole stuff. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So are you getting your ass ate? No. Do you want your ass ate? I'm with it, but it's not like a yay or nay situation. It's not like I'm just like a fuck. I just really wish... I could get my ass ate today after this long day of work. Like, nah, I'm not really stressing that. I'm with it. I'm cool with it. But, yeah. like, that's not like a, like, oh, this isn't going to work. Like, no, nah, I'm okay. What do y'all want after a long day of work? Like, what's your ideal? If you're tired and you've had a long day at work, and in, you're tired, you're sore. In general? I'm just saying, yeah, in general. Like, what head. do you want to come home to? Head. That is it. That's it. You don't want to be I'm fucked. I'm not giving you head. I don't. I don't want to be fucked. Head. Oh wow. That's it. Let me get my nut and go to bed. That's respectfully selfish. Respectfully. <laughs> I was gonna say like some food and a blunt, but I respect it. Head is cool. What? I'm with it. But again, not a requirement. It'd be nice. But head not, isn't a requirement. After what? Well, that's what I, I didn't know if you were talking in general or like you were talking sexually. Oh, yeah, sexually. Oh, yeah, that's cool. If I'm getting off work, though, it depends. Because my job isn't, like, physically demanding. So it's not like niggas. Oh, it must be nice. It's cool. <laughs> so, like, I can I can get off and get off. But, um, yeah, I ain't. Tra- if, if, I'm a, if I'm fresh off the work day, I don't, I'm not looking for a fucking laundromat list of shit. Head would be nice, though. We could start with that. Do you want some food? Like, do you want your girl to make you food? Does that do something for you? That would be cool. I personally, I prefer to make the food, honestly. <laughs> okay, big schools. Yeah. Period. Nah, but it's, to me, it's like just an extension of creativity. But then it keep it a buck. If I'm cooking, I'm probably not feeling too much like fucking afterwards. Right. Now so you're exhausted. If, if there's going to be some fucking going. But you know what? To me, that's a good combination. If. I feel like if I'm hungry as hell and we got some fucking going on, it's going to be cool because I'm going to be starving afterwards. So I'm going to cook the shit out of whatever I'm cooking. (laughs) Work pussy food. Have you ever had a man cook for you? No, ma'am. Would you like that? Yeah. I I feel like it depends on where we are in the relationship. (laughs) She is weird. She, you are so weird. The other day, a guy offered to, she went out of her way for a man happens and he offered to cash app her and she was like no no i don't want anything from you like i never want to see you again and i'm like girl let that man send you some money i don't want the ties like i can respect both sides of that but i got it like i got it what he was like trying to do like you got the money no like i'm like i get you know what he was trying to do she understands he was tricking no okay (laughs) i mean my daddy be tricking it's cool i don't but you know I feel like <laughs> go ahead. It was a nice thing to do. Right. But like I didn't want anything to do with him after it. Like I want to give you your shit. I want to go on about my day. I don't want you sending me nothing. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like I just feel like if he if I would have have allowed him to cash at me, <laughs> then I feel like I'm I have to talk to you. No, like a, let take that cash app and then don't talk to it's him. It's like a digital soul tie. I don't look at it like that. I feel like you're paying me back for the time that I spent. Thank you and go to hell. At that point. (laughs) 
Thank See you. Because I didn't ask you for this money. You sent it. Appreciate you. Kiss my ass. Like I can respect both sides of it. I can. I can dig it. I want to know. But Aaliyah was like, she don't want no man to send her money unless they're in a relationship. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. And I, I disagreed completely. I feel it. It's like, I feel like me personally, I mean, I'm going to send money to my lady, but like, um, but I'm going to send money to whomever, depending on the, on the circumstances. If you fucking. I was going to say in a non-romantic no. situation, like, because I was like, I'll, my homie's in jail. I send him money. I'm not fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> don't plan on it. Excuse He's been locked up for a while too, so that's got to free the homie. No, nah, that ass my homie Kwame. He's actually getting out next year. Free the homie. Yeah. I have a homie locked up, and I haven't talked to him in a long time because I'm mad at him. But I pray for him all the time, and I should reach out. Anyways, um, <laughs> God bless. Yeah, God bless that person. Have you ever asked permission to eat pussy? Yes, now you kind of got to. I mean, in a way on that a it's someone. <laughs> but like, hold on. Now, in what context? Like, are we just chilling? And I'm just like, oh man, this shrimp and grits is cool. Can I eat your pussy? Like, is it like that, or is it like we're doing stuff? And then, like, how? Like, what's the context? I'm assuming. So he. <laughs> By all means, Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Pissy. <laughs> we went on a date. Went to a bar. He was like, um. I got a barber shop. Do you want to see it? I'm like, sure. First step. <laughs> he gets me, gets me over to the barber shop. Yeah. You know, we're just chilling. You know, showing me around, whatever. Then he's like kissing all over me, smallest fucking lips ever. Oh, was it a white man? No. Oh. He was black, smallest lips ever. His breath is all over my face. It was horrible. <laughs> They have a couch in there. He's literally like pushing me towards the couch. Lays me down. He's like, can I eat your pussy? No. What? I don't know you. Like a first date. First date. He knew what he was trying to do. Getting yeah. me to that barbershop yeah. too. Like that was a plot. I mean, I'm. Which is lame. Like I, that's lame. I. So and clearly you don't have a crib. Here's my two sides. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> let's let's not forget that part. I'm glad he asked. <laughs> but big comment on that one. Yeah, bro. He, that he's just a kind of that's a cornball, man. But it's like, but I appreciate that he kept the consent in mind. He was like, granted, no, ugh. but it was the ulterior motive, right? Like, like on you the knew first exactly. day, you want to eat my pussy. Oh, I don't agree with the concept, the context. I think this was like at the bar to the barbershop. But you knew your intentions before I but, got there. Okay, but see, all right, but now see, I'm thinking about it, right? Because it depends on what energy you were giving. Because none. Okay, but I'm saying, I'm not saying you were, but I'm saying if it's a first date, right? And you feeling him and he feeling you and that shit is lit. We grown. Then I'm going to let you eat my pussy. <laughs> However... <laughs> Something's missing but here. He wanted it. No. Yeah. So why why do you think that he was that comfortable like kissing all over you and shit like that? I have no or idea. Or he was just like a weird nigga, like I think he was just a weird nigga. Yeah. Like the first date he was like, um, let me see your toes. And I'm like I had somebody famous say that to me. <laughs> <laughs> but go He's ahead. like, let me see your toes. I'm like, no. He's like, so why do you have sandals on? I have sandals on for my pleasure. That doesn't mean that I'm on the first date looking but at my toes. Let me tell like, you something, Aaliyah. These foot fetishes 
are very real. I yes. Mean, the extension of male ego is quite interesting. But you're going to pay is. me. Period. Because, yeah. Then he's like, well, let me give you money to go get your feet done. I don't, like, stop. See, so I can look at them in a barbershop. And that's where she was with, that's how the conversation came up. Because he was like, oh, let me give you some money to get your feet done. Now, if a bitch like you, that would have made her wet as a bitch. Right. What? Like, that would have done it for her, you know. But because you don't like him, that's why I didn't do it for I her. don't want your money. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so cringy. Like, that shit is cringy as hell. It, like, <laughs> can I eat your pussy? And pay what was the craziest like? thing you've ever done to have sex? Excuse me. I'm not no lame ass nigga, so I mean, bitches yeah. just wanted to fuck. Nah, I just know. Uh. How, I just know how to play the game, man. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not about to impress nobody over. Like I, I don't know. That's just how I was brought up. Like I'm pretty sure I've gotten into some wild situations, but I ain't gonna put. Nah, like I'm not gonna like let's go to this barber shop and let me see your toes and pay you for it and eat your <laughs> pussy. Like she had an art. Never mind. Like, I'm telling all your business. That shit. He's gonna tell the studio only because he does oh, yo, music. Yo, bag is this? I'm leaning all in your shit, yo. Fuck that bag. All Fuck right. that school. No, it's a camera in there. <laughs> oh, Lift it up for me. You yeah. good, though. You good, yeah. yeah there it is. <sighs> Man. Yeah, no, nah, fuck that. Nah, fuck that. I, I, to, to keep it a buck, you know, I'm straight up. Like, I just can't think of nothing like no silly shit that I've done to like get into some draws like nah man they just keep it a buck you know and I've gotten into some some situations but I haven't had to do nothing to like cause I feel like that's almost raping in itself like just to have to finesse exactly right. it is like, no that's but that's why I was saying his intentions like when y'all were out to eat his mind he's like I'm gonna take her back to the barbershop right. I'm gonna kiss all on her like that was literally and that's that's you know I don't like that right like Literally, once you said, yeah, show me his barbershop, I'm like, that nigga trying to give you a fade, like. But why he couldn't take her to his, where's the crib? That, was, that you, was the crib. His bed was in the back. That nigga gonna put that barber seat back and go to bed, yo. That nigga, he gonna put that wet towel across his face and go to sleep. Tell Scoozy what he said when you asked him, does he live alone? I take care of my grandma. I bet. I'm sure you do. I bet you do, buddy. I'm sure she really needs your help. <laughs> right. 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 Mr. Let me see your toes in a barbershop. Get the fuck out of here, yo. This nigga. <laughs> Trevor Jackson. I was in Atlanta. Yes, I'm saying his name. You know, I don't even do names. Who's that? Right. I don't really. I did that ass on him. Trevor Jackson is like an early Disney star. Now he's on the show Grownish with Chloe yeah. and Holly. Um, he played Superbad, the lead in Superbad. Oh, with the perm? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's making like R&B now. Yeah. Does he still have the perm? No, that was just, for, <laughs> you are silly. That was just for the movie. But um, Trevor is actually really cool. But I met him in Atlanta one time and was in the studio with him. And this man was like, you have amazing feet. <laughs> I never felt so ugly in my life. Right. Like I'm, I'm sitting right here, and you're you're complimenting my feet. I must be hideous. <laughs> this nigga said, "Let me see them heels." Yeah, I did. I had on heels too. Wow. He was like, "You have great feet." And he was like, "Take your shoes off." That makes me so uncomfortable because <laughs> <laughs> you've been staring Bro, at my feet for a while. I don't like that. It's just wild to me that niggas just do this type of shit. <laughs> Have you had any groupie experiences yet? Uh, yeah. As a um a younger lad, 
for sure. I'm trying to trying to think. And then the crazy thing is, because you know, I got into a relationship right before COVID hit, so I was already like not performing for a minute. But um, yeah, I would say shit. Uh, I don't. And the crazy thing is, it's the line between what is even knowing what a group experience is, because I've been a musician my whole life, so it's like. What constitutes a groupie when that's like a, a general part of my? Now I will say this: I've had girls on the other end be very aggressive about letting me know that they're not fucking with me for my music to the point that it was kind of corny. Like for example, I've had girls like, like for some, I'd be like, "Hey, it's, you know what's your name?" Like, well, everybody call me Scoots, but my, you know, my name is Bruce, and I'd be like, "Well, I'm gonna call you Bruce." Yeah. All right, bitch, relax. Like it's cool. Like Scoots is actually a nickname. Like you can call me Bruce, and like nigga, people call me Bruce. Like yeah, but I want you to. I know you is Bruce. It's the same nigga, bitch. Like, relax. Like, it's cool. Like, <laughs> chill out. They want to feel special. Yeah. That's the, mm-hmm. I feel like that girl ego. Because I remember this girl had Aubrey in her phone. And I remember she swallowed out. She, she said it was Drake, child. Who knows? That was a nigga named Aubrey. That was but this of- was like years ago when yeah. I lived in LA where... Drake wasn't the Drake he is now. Right. So, like, you know, and I don't know if I could believe her because it very much could have well been true, right. you know? She was fucking a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> Name Aubrey. <laughs> Spelling was different. Come on, Aubrey. Mm. So, something I really want to talk to you about, Susie, because one day I'm just on Twitter. Mm. I'm scrolling through. And I see you get big on a Twitter line. Like, you know how you be on Twitter, but then you, like, see some shit. And it's like, oh, let me see what this person's saying. Scoozy just got big and was like, listen, I'm going to tell y'all one motherfucking more time. Like, stop putting my name in some bullshit right. when it comes to Virginia artists. And I'm sitting there like, what? You know me. Yeah. I'm nosy. <laughs> What's going I got on? my nose all in it. So I'm doing my little research. Going on people's pages, seeing what's going on. So I'm starting to put two and two together. And then you went on, you put a thread out about your relationship with the artist Masego. Yeah. Which I had no clue about. Also had no clue that Masego was from Virginia until this year. Had no idea. Right. So when I... I, I don't really know, but yeah. I'm just assuming, like, from your tweets, and you made a diss song in the past. Nah. It was take... But I can, I can elaborate. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. that's why I asked you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, just so I stay on track. What is the specific question? You just want to, like, generally what the issue... I, I just... First off, yeah. I just didn't know that he was even from here, much less that you and him used to work together or that y'all were coming up together. So yeah. just interested to know more about that. Yeah. So I'll be um, specific without being too specific. So essentially, um, we both from Newport News. We both went to high school together. We both played saxophone, same band, same high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all part of the same like collective that I was kind of... Um, not headlining, but like I was in charge of. But he was like a little brother to me for a very long time. So um, we've all was real, real cool. Knew his family, knew my family, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we uh, what you gonna call it? Once we got to college, he was at ODU. I was at HU. He would come to my shows. I come to his shows. We would like trade opportunities and stuff like that. And then eventually, you know, niggas just fell off. Um, now in regards to the song, pretty much. When I had really kind of started finding my own voice and my bag and music and whatnot, I was like always very supportive of certain people and whatnot. Not just him, but other people as well, too. And um, I guess people had similar sentiments. But essentially in a song that I had, I just kind of called him out on just like I hadn't really heard from the nigga. 
But that was the extent of it, honestly. I was like, uh, some. It was your real feelings. Shit, because I done made a couple. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, it wasn't even that crazy. I just name dropped him because it was like, uh, Y'all know him as Masego. Niggas is coming up, so why the fuck I got to lay low? Hey, bro, it's respect some. You trying to chase, bro? Like, it wasn't nothing too crazy, but it was like niggas heard it and really went with it. Because in that com, it was like on Twitter, people were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, like it was a conversation. So, yeah, my, my whole thing with it, what it was is like, granted, people have their own issues with him for right. various reasons. And right. I'm not saying that they're not warranted either. But um, the problem that I had with him and what I think that situation is a perfect example of is a lot of people niggas is not gonna be in your life forever period people gonna do fucked up shit they're gonna do cool shit it's whatever but at the end of the day you can't control what another person does to you right that's their own karma they got to answer for be it good or bad the problem is a lot of niggas attached to okay this person is doing good and it's not even shitting on them it's like using them as an excuse for why you're not doing good it's like yeah it would be nice if people would reach back and help out cool but that's at the end of the day to be honest it's not their responsibility does it suck yeah can we learn from it definitely but that's a grown-ass man and that was my whole thing is just like don't lean on people for your own success like complain about it cool bitch about it cool we can talk shit all day but that's what i don't like when people and then that's make it more make it more than what it is yeah like you the fucking up because you fucking up right get your shit together don't worry about what that nigga's doing because he's not gonna save you even if that nigga could give you ten thousand dollars in a chance and you could fuck it up so don't worry about him worry about your shit mm-hmm. that's my whole thing mm-hmm. girl because you know i got into it with tanji ass yeah for the same reason <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> i don't care like you know he just got announced president of def jam okay but I've known him for like several, several years, you gotcha, know, and gotcha. like he ghosted me. Oh, you heard me talking about Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah. He ghosted Freddie Gibbs, too. So like I feel like I could relate to you in that, you know, sentiment. Yeah. It sucks. But like that shit hurts. Yeah. You know, at the I, end of the day, that's that's what it comes down you to. You more mature than I am. And I feel like you have more of a. Yeah. You more mature than I am. <laughs> for me. Because you're talented as a bitch. Thank you. And that's when it. That's when it's like when you're really talented. No, yeah. It's just it's one of the things. It's already been discussed and handled. And it's like there's a lot of back end shit that people don't know about and stuff. And it's not for people to know about. Like at the end of the day, if I got an issue with a nigga, I got an issue with a nigga. That's not for. That's not for everybody. Like again, I'm now what I am here for is teachable moments. Like I'm always down to discuss the the problem and the solution and shit like that. I'm always down for that. But. Again, like what I was really getting at on Twitter is it's like there's still a black man that's from where we from, regardless of how he carrying it. He's not really disrespecting nobody. So I'm not about to shit on him in public because that's kind of the issue we have with VA in general is it's so segregated and it's segregated in the ways that we don't even understand that other people. Understand. For example, we got 75804 DMV, this and this and that. And it's like that's not like a segregation. It's just like I'm from here, you from there. But like. I'm sure if you go to LA or other places like that, they just see DMV or Virginia. They're not looking at Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Crazy talked about that recently. Okay. Like, how do you, do you even care about that? Because you're so not in this music no. world. But, like, do you think about the DMV or, like, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that it stands for DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Right. But, but you know, that's a thing. Yeah. I used, they to, get real, at, I used to get real spicy about it. I, I, 
that's why I said you're more mature because I still don't like it. And I know yeah. that's wrong and I know that's petty. I know that's petty, but I, Richmond is really special to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like as much as it's cool to be DMV, it's cool to be Virginia, but like me, I want to be RVA. I yeah. want to be Richmond because Richmond doesn't ha- Richmond does not have that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is like coming from a scene and then coming to a scene. And then also knowing from the jump, because I went to school with other people from like Maryland and DC and shit like that. And I was born in DC. But they so different. That's what I'm saying. It's like when I when I got to school, I'm thinking, because that was when the DMV shit started. And I was like, Bed, we're all DMV. We love Go Go too. And then these niggas came down, I was like, Y'all not like us. And I was like, But they call us Bamas and shit. And I was like, But y'all niggas is whack and you in my city. But I'll say this. Now, Leah, you live in Caroline. Mm-hmm. Caroline is Northern Virginia. Yeah. And y'all have DMV culture. Like, yeah. at your birthday party, they were partying to go-go the whole time. But that's, and that's only 45 minutes away. But that's what I'm saying is niggas. Like, my eat. family's huge on go-go. We love it. Yeah. So it's interesting. But that's what I'm saying. The divide. And a lot of niggas don't even understand. Like, I grew up on. I'm from Newport News. I grew up on go-go. I grew up playing go-go and being in go-go bands. Like, I was in aware of the fucking open mic scene in Norfolk when before it turned into like hotep niggas and shit like that when it was just <laughs> hip-hop and go-go and that we niggas ain't nowhere in dc like we had a whole like and the good thing about 75 is how mixed it is because we had baltimore club music was big go-go was big so it was like when i got to school and see all the division i was like nigga we listening to the same shit y'all nigga. Okay, y'all, I've been on my period for 368 days <laughs> god damn <laughs> I feel like I'm bleeding at rates unheard of. How I even still have blood left in my body, I'm not sure. Girl, I understand. I just got off of mine. And my first day was hell. My uncle had an open heart surgery. I'm so sorry. Is he okay? Oh, yeah, he's fine. That was like two years ago. But he oh, had some shit. strong shit. <laughs> <laughs> he had some strong shit left over. I don't know what the fuck it was, but I took it. Yeah. It was bad. I was crying all night. I cried. You all canceled your whole day Saturday. We were supposed to record. Yeah, we were supposed to link up. It was y'all. I cried all Friday night. Saturday morning came. I sat right there where you sitting, Scoozy, and bawled my fucking eyes out. You couldn't have told me my world was not coming to an end. I'm, I'm like, I. I don't think people understand. I was in so much physical pain and mental pain. I'm like, this is unreal. God damn. Your <laughs> whole body is like aching. I had the worst headache ever. I got home, couldn't even get out of the car. Like I literally sat my seat, like laid my seat back and was literally just in misery. Shit. Do your girl have heavy periods? Nah, she cool for the most part. And it's crazy because <laughs> I got introduced to periods on like some wild shit. Tell us. Like my um my cousins was <laughs> so my mom's is like the uh like well both i think my mom and my dad they pretty much like the, the people in their family like they moved from where they was from they got some money etc cetera, etc cetera. so when i was younger we always had people visiting so my cousins uh i ain't gonna say their names i don't want to tell their first period story and shit but uh two of my cousins <laughs> i'm very close with they came to visit us and my mom's was just like look so you know you know girls have these things called periods like yeah i know the period it's like okay well everybody in the house is on theirs right now and I was like, okay. She was like, so just <laughs> beware. Yeah, everybody in the house is on there. I quickly, because my dad wasn't there at the time. So it was just me and, and like a 11-year-old, a 16-year-old, and however old my mother was at the time. <laughs> and everybody is just, and then this is like maximum effort. Like whatever the extent, because my, my introduction to ladies on their periods is like, 
whatever whatever niggas think, whatever is the assumption of like energy, I was getting that shit from all angles. So like growing up, I learned to just shut the fuck up and respect that shit. I was just like whatever, but but um my lady though, she be chilling. She don't really be I wouldn't know if she didn't tell me. Oh wow. Hmm. Everybody's life is affected when I'm on mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> me too. Everybody pissed off. Me too. <laughs> Everybody hurting. Not pissed, not pissed. I don't think B's pissed, but he's like, Can you please stop crying? <laughs> and the thing is, when I'm crying, <laughs> if he doesn't comfort me, oh bet nigga, you better come over here and comfort me like my grandma just died. I don't care if it's just because I'm on my period. Right. I'm sad as fuck. I'm weak. And you need to comfort me. <laughs> I feel like men have no say when it comes to periods. Or having a baby. Nothing. Yeah. That's when niggas just got to know the shit. If you complain at all to me while I'm on my period, I want to fight. I want to beat your ass. I feel like you have no say. With what we have to go through, yeah, that shit is trash. I think that's one of like the most important parts of manhood is just knowing when to shut the fuck up. (laughs) It's just like knowing. like, I mean, and I, I feel like that's can be reflective in a lot of different places in life. Like, I feel like white people need to do that to niggas and, like, versus, and on, so on and so forth. But I feel like anytime there's a situation where a person is going through some shit that there is no way for you to sympathize, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, see, I'm thrown off. Look at her, she happy. <laughs> um, fuck, damn, what was I about to say? Oh, Texas, abortions. 80-year-old white man sitting around signing paperwork on what we're going to do with our body. Exactly. Insecurities, man. <laughs> you can't control shit. You but all to, of their daughters is getting abortions quicker than anybody. Bro, that's white, my that's, body, my choice. That's white people in general. That's white, white folks. Like, mm. Especially old white people. Bro, them niggas is walking fucking uh, contradictions. Like, I don't know if me and you talked about this, but you know, like, for example, old conservative white people is the nastiest, freakiest motherfuckers on the planet. Uh. And been like that for centuries. Like, even Malcolm X in his book, he was talking about that, like, his, uh, when he was a driver, the people that was like horrors, they was telling him stories about, like, motherfuckers was like, yeah, they just want to lay there and you fucking put baby powder on them and shit. And that's how they get off. Like, random shit like that. Like, these <laughs> motherfuckers been freaky for a long ass time. You would be weak as a bitch. Seeing an old white man later naked and want you to pour baby powder on And that's his whole thing. <laughs> I'm a... <laughs> Would you do it for 10 racks? No. Because now I... Like, I'm your slave. I don't like that. All he wants you to do is pour baby powder on it. Bitch, I would... <laughs> I would dare I'll twerk too much. <laughs> you got me fucked up. That's how I know that I don't have a soul. When they be talking about when they be talking about such and such sold their soul, I be like, shit. How much? <laughs> this nigga got baking powder. It's- All I gotta do is pour some baby powder for. If it was a black, if it was a black man, yes. Oh, old white man, I'm not doing it. <laughs> There's something about it. You probably just gonna be like, like that is so fucked up to I me. I gotta go home and look at pictures of my grandma after that. Like, honey, K, and he get to call you nigga. Uh, no. <laughs> With the hard hey. ER. No. While he's doing it. Do you want to fuck when you're on your period? No. Me I've neither. had period sex one time and I didn't like it. How do you feel about it, Scoozy? From a guy's there. perspective. I don't care. You really don't? And it don't have to be in the shower or nothing like <laughs> 
So will you eat, will you eat your girl's pussy while she's on her period? Absolutely not. Some guys do that though. It's called vampires. Nope. Like if girls have a, t- but I feel disgusting <laughs> when I'm on my period. So don't touch me at if all. Girls have tampons and sometimes they don't mind if you like mess with their clit. Mm-mm. I pass. Yeah. Hard pass. It's not that serious. Right. You can wait. Yeah. It, and it depends on the person too. Like, cause some, you know, some girls obviously have a heavier flow, you know, shout out to all the rappers out there. So <laughs> I like that. Cause I, I was in a relationship like that one time and it, it was like, I had to just have like a serious conversation. Where I was like, I'm sorry. I thought I was about this life, but we just going to have to wait. You was about to eat her pussy? No, 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 no. Just the, I'm uh, lost. Just the regular sex. Like, one of my exes, like, her shit used to be, like... Oh, it was heavy. Super heavy. Heavy, heavy, heavy D. Like, I was like, I can't fade. Not heavy D. I tried, and I was just like, yo, respectfully, we just gonna have to wait on it. It was OD. Yeah. And respect to her, I mean, yeah, but I could It's couldn't. natural. I have heavy flows. Me too. Every month, my periods are so heavy. So I feel disgusting. I'm cramping. Yeah. I'm literally bleeding my body out. Like, don't touch me. Don't ask for me to give you head. Like, nothing nothing oh, sexual. That, that will make me mad. Yeah. Nothing sexual is going on. That like, mouth ain't bleeding. That's his favorite thing to say. That mouth ain't My bleeding. ex would say it constantly. <laughs> he, would, he was, like, starts talking nasty, and I'm like, I'm on my period. Your mouth ain't. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that mouth. I try to respectfully just stay away from that. Like, I mean, not. So during that time, you don't even try it? <laughs> no, I'm I'm fucking like, like my girlfriend now, like we with it. She with it. I'm with it. It's no problem. But, um, but I'm not going to be like, damn, you can't like suck my dick or something. I'm like, let me just be happy with this <laughs> pussy that I'm getting. Like, and plus, if I shut the hell up, she might just do it anyway. Exactly. Right. It's all good. It's, right. it's no, it's no so Let that be my decision. So you'll never ask for head? No, I'll ask for head. Oh, okay. But under the, again, it just depends on the circuit. And it also, to be fair, I've had to learn as well, too. Time and place is just how you do it. Yeah. My ex, y'all, would ask for head at the worst. Like, like, nigga, I'm taking you home. I'm irritated because you don't have a car. You asked me to stop at Burger King, then say you don't have no fucking money. I'm driving your ass home. Now you want to ask me for head? Get the fuck out of my face. That's, that's just disrespectful. Like, I and feel then like, mad. And then mad when I say no. You, I feel like you got to have head equity. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you got to at least have some bargaining chips. Oh, like, my God. You got to have some type of leverage. It's like a deal. Like, I... You, I don't know, man. I just feel like you better not be asking for certain shit and you ain't got certain shit. Like, mm, speak on that. Just in general. I mean, that's anything, too. But especially, I feel like, as a nigga, like, bro, if you... and it's not, and But now that's also a slippery slope because what I don't want to give niggas the impression of is just to think that because you got shit, she you gotta can just do right. shit. Exactly. But I will say you got more bargaining chips. <laughs> 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 It's a thin line. Right. Res- respect, right. Res- right. Respect the lady, right. but no, you can you probably talk a little bit more crazy. Right. As if you didn't have a car. Right. Right. Yeah. Or as if you didn't bring nothing to at this point, just shut up and let me take you home. Yeah. So I've done all of this. Now you're talking about can I get some head? And then when I say no, now we have a whole argument about it. Wow, you really know about like uh-huh. Eat your whopper and, and like, when I said no, I had kind of giggled. I was like, no. Like, <laughs> that's how I said it, you know? And I remember he was like, oh, see, you giggle when you said it. Like, 
That's I think crazy. that was one of them nights where I was like, hmm, maybe they're saying that. Right. But that was when the dick is too good. Like, that's why me and you spoke about this. Yeah. That's why God put in the Bible not to have sex before marriage because it can trick you. And if sometimes when that dick is too good and they expose you to things you never did before and it's all of that type of shit. You are they, blind. You're, you're truly. And I've been there before. And that person is bringing nothing else to the table. Girl, women do that all the time because good dick is hard to come by. No pun intended. Girl. You get it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week. Damn, the baby here all of this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's my baby oh, so how do you feel about that Scoos? with great dick comes great responsibility <laughs> even out that's gonna be the title of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> hey man I feel like you can't just have one without the other but it's like you gotta I, but I, I understand I don't uh, agree but I can get it I can uh, understand like man you got wild dick it's like damn I don't really gotta have shit I can just get by with this shit but it's like to me that's so whack that's like a, you a hoe you a hoe hoe like bro you ain't got shit but the cock like you can't do nothing else you don't pay taxes like <laughs> I get it like from a lazy ass nigga perspective but it's like bro you gotta have something else like to me it's like imagine the type of great ass man that you could be if you can slay the vagine, you got a good job or not even a good job, but just a good situation. You making money. No. Yes. A good job. Get, like a good, you, you something bread. good going on with yourself where you're getting exactly. Money. Cause yeah. I also don't want to <laughs> just tie it into the nine to five where like, no, no, either one, yeah. whatever, as long as you got something going for yourself, you got plans, you can speak well, you can read ambition you know? too. That's the me? thing. I don't think they, you don't have to no, have it, everything together, but try work on some shit. Hell yeah, yeah. Why not shit? Fuck it. Look, Hey, best thing for me. I'm five foot six. I had to make up somewhere. Shit. I'm short. I had to make it work. You know how real that is coming from a man's hearing a man fucking say that. You dig? You got to get over that Napoleon syndrome. Get yourself a job and figure out how to lay the pipe. Period. Period. All right. And have a nice personality. That works too. That helps. Yeah. You can make food, make sandwiches and shit like that. Come on, man. (laughs) Do something. (laughs) Don't accept your inevitabilities. Mm, That fucked me up. Inevitabilities. Okay. All right. Now let's get into it, right? So Scoozy feels. So do you? You feel like? I don't want to call you short because I don't think you're short. I'm short. It's okay. I don't think being five six is short. And a half. That's the short part right there. Because I just because I said it, <laughs> that just made me short. Okay. Well, if you like, you have to bring more to the table, right? And I do. Y'all feel like that if you're big. Say that one more time. I just didn't hear that. If you're big. Like your penis. Like if you're. Bigger, like if you're overweight, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. As a woman or man, okay. Do you feel like you have to offer more in a relationship or do more sexually? Like more weight? I'm just kidding. I'm just being mean. Like energy wise, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like stamina and shit like that. No, I'm saying like be okay. Qualities. <laughs> so <laughs> pretty much like rough drink. sex as like. Right. O- Remember I was talking people. about, yeah, yeah. like so, men yeah. will choke them out, slap the I shit just, out of them, spit on them. I just like, put two and two together, so <laughs> that's why I had to laugh. <laughs> because I pointed? No, nah, I just I, <laughs> I just thought about something. 
Shout out to the homies. Yeah. Yeah, nah, um, yeah I, I feel like they, they do a lot more work. I feel like you shouldn't have to, but I mean, it is what it is. Like, I was watching the Fresh and Fit podcast, right? And they were like, as a man, if you want to be a successful man and get quality woman, there's like certain things you need to have. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you need to make, it was like, you need to make a certain amount of money. So it's like, maybe you need to make over $50,000, depending on what city you live in. You mm-hmm. need to be in shape. Like, you know, you need to have a social media and not be weird on social media. Like, things that they have. And so, there for them to say you need to be in shape to be an eligible person for women was interesting to me. I feel like it's kind of a little corny, too. Speak on it. Yeah, because it's like, at the end of the... Well, one, I feel like to box motherfuckers into any type of category, like, you got to be this, you got to have that. Suck my dick. I don't got to have anything that you say at, and, at the end of the day. But you're also a man who gets pussy without any problems yeah but at the same point too it's just like if we take just sex and period out of the like like we're talking about the worth of a human at this point like no not really how so they so, just talking about getting so we just talking about getting pussy all right never mind <laughs> scratch that never mind. i see yeah. i see where you're going no, okay. no that no. shit has nothing to do with being okay. a good person never mind all right my okay because they did research y'all and it said that right now right. and and i believe it right now men ages 25 to 35 is more virgins than it's ever been more men virgins right now ages 25 to 35 and i fucking believe that shit yeah, I can they said that. girls body counts <laughs> are skyrocketing and men are not fucking so they these people have created a whole podcast yeah. to literally help men get pussy. Like, come on, brother. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay, now nah, uh, my vision is a little clearer now. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, nah, if that's the case, then yeah. Especially if we just talk them off like little like first impression. When I say first impression, I don't mean like hi, it's nice to meet you. I mean like I'm looking at you. Like if you a greasy bastard, like it's gonna be low. Now, granted, again, to be fair, motherfuckers is into different shit. You know what I mean? Some people, that's they into shit like that. Now, the average motherfucker, I'm not a mathematician. I can't speak on that. But I do feel like how you present yourself has a lot to do with it. Because I feel like you can be a fat motherfucker and still look good, but it's how you present yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, because I, like, again, shout out to my roommate. I'm not calling Bruce fat, but he's definitely on the larger side. He knows that and he's proud of it. But he don't got no problems with young ladies. Girls mm-hmm. flock to that nigga. Right, right. But he's also right. tight. Like, he look, the nigga got full beard and shit right. like that. He's confident. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? So, and he don't yeah. look greasy. The nigga, he got shoulders and shit. So, I think it just how, it's how you present yourself. Right. Confidence. Yeah. Are y'all hot as a bitch? I'm comfortable. I am sweating. I'm cool. I can- <laughs> 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 I'm cool, B. <laughs> I gotta turn it That's tequila. That's your shit fucking with you. <laughs> and I think I just had a long day of these shows, COVID, you know, it's still here, but everybody acting like it's over. So people were back performing. Right. I've never seen so many ghetto shows. Oh, man. In my life. I don't know what has happened in Richmond, Ooh. but every place Let's talk about this. wants to have live fucking shows and it's ghetto and it's disgusting. Right. You know what it's fucking up to? The infrastructure. Yeah, it is. Like a motherfucker. Yeah, it is. It is. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> we getting lit. I was just waiting to see how many agreements. I was I was fucking with you. Like, nah, oh, but I agree. Nah, yeah. but that ass. But yeah. So, and, and I will say, and it's funny because before um niggas went into going into the album, ask about the octopus releasing on November eighth. Um, we were talking about the business structure and what we were gonna accept because prior to COVID, 
I've really been big on accept just accepting all opportunities and shows, and then eventually it was like, okay, we're accepting all opportunities for this. And then, you know, depending on circumstances, geography, blah, blah, blah. So once we came out, I kind of opened it up the same way, pause. And then um, uh, we, um, I like, pretty much what you said, man, I just kind of peeped. It seemed like niggas, I, first I was excited because I'm like, oh, shit, niggas having shows like every week. This is good. But then I kind of peeped the quality of some of these things. And then not only that, but like the business that's going into it. Like, There's none. That doesn't exist. Everybody's not good. Yeah. And I feel like people need to realize that. Who's going to tell them? Everybody's not talented. Okay, but here's the thing. When people are winning and signed yeah. that have the same amount of talent or less than you do, then it's like, well, why not? Right. Shit, that person winning yeah. and me. <laughs> I think it's just about however you open up your perspective and what ways that you go about it and navigate. Like, for example, the thing I was going to talk about the infrastructure was a lot of these venues are starting to. And it's crazy because we had the same issue with the 7-5 before I came out here where it was niggas. There's no reason. If I'm a if I'm an up and coming artist and I'm very upfront about that. Look, look, I'm just like, for example, I did. I'll be specific. I did a show when I was. In my junior year of college, where I was like, look, I'm dead ass just trying to make money to get back into school. We need as much help as we can, whatever you can do. I had venues trying to charge me a thousand dollars and six and not even venues like soul food restaurants and shit. And um one of them is dead now, God bless the dead. But um but um that's fucked up. Like and then the other thing too is like when you do have actual venues, like where it's like, Okay, cool, y'all know what'll happen too is a lot of times they they plop everybody in categories so it'll be like a hip-hop show but a hip-hop show could be a fucking twerk fest or it could be me rapping like fucking wale and it's like right that's not going to generate the same revenue 100 percent, 100 percent. it's no reason we should be at a show and it's a bitch that sound like janae aiko and then next it's a nigga who sound like pooh shiesty right what you feel me like yeah. is anybody taking this shit serious <laughs> like what is happening and what's crazy is i used to kind of do shows like that but conceptually like the whole point of it was was like I one and he, then I really want to talk about this. I really do not like when they do fifteen fucking artists on a show. Like we don't. It's even, a lot. We don't even take those no more. Like I did. I did like one or two just like for the homies. Like I respect you and your business, and I let niggas know like don't you shouldn't do stuff like this anymore. But I'm gonna do it for you because I fucks with you. But it's like that is a really re- and then and then the if you ask them sometimes. The reasoning is even worse because they'll be like, okay, well, if I get 15 people on the show in a three hour block for some reason, right? And they're gonna they bring, they're gonna bring more people I mean, and blah 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 blah. I understand the, I understand that part of it, but my thing is just make a good product, right? So that we wanna, cause I, you know, like instead of begging people to come, make it so good that we have that we to don't come. have to that you don't have to beg. Yeah, we we looking forward to it, you know? It bro it, and it goes back to what we were talking about earlier is insecurity and having a good dick, but through business. Hmm. Reflection. Like it's like having that same attitude because it's like if you're so insecure about your product that you feel like you got to put 14 niggas on because what will happen is and I'm sure you've seen this is 14 people 14 people are not going to bring out hundreds of motherfuckers. They're going to bring out their five friends, they're going to stay for their set if that. and then they're going to leave. Right. And right. no one's going and then artists like myself where I got to close a show and ain't but motherfucking eight motherfuckers there and then you told me I was going at 11 now it's 3 a.m. I'm tired and I'm thirsty and shit. And I've been to several shows like that. Like I have been to shows where I'm literally waiting and waiting and waiting for you know whoever I'm there to support to perform and there's like different sets and 
they're not good. Right. Like, so I don't want to be here. And, and that know, happens more often. Right. Did that, <clears throat> there's honestly, niggas there. I'll say 100%. I've never been to a show where I I've enjoy every single every, person. Right. Yeah. Like, there's niggas there that are literally screaming, fuck my mom! Like, shit like that. Hey, Why I, am I here listening? That's not do my... Do you remember the little white kid that looked like he was about to shoot all of us at that one show? Yes. He was, like, rocking back and forth. I was like, all right, this is a little scary. <laughs> I had a couple, Richmond specifically <laughs> had a couple of them shit. And it's crazy because one of them one of them types i met and he was like actually one of the nicest people i've met and yeah. he actually put me on i shouldn't some... have to be scared waiting for my that person to perform but and that's why i'm trying to <laughs> ready to get back into it so we can start having a Would better you... understanding of these things no, this one's oh no right, oh, there, right here yeah go ahead Scoot. yeah no nah, but that's why i'm trying to reestablish because that was the whole thing when i started getting into shows on Sunday seven five was it was just like we're not gonna have 10 artists we're gonna have like three or four and they might be different but it's still gonna make sense like right right and that's all because like, i mean you've performed with me as well too like i'm like and even the shit that we did wasn't no top tier shit this was just you know we i mean it was lit though yeah, exactly yeah so it was like that's my whole thing is doing a presentation again we trying to give everybody good dick energy which means we only gonna have three artists but those three artists and here's my attitude the worst thing possible that could happen when i put on the show is nobody come but the niggas there I'm going to have a good-ass time, and it's going to be quality anyways. Right. But I'll say some of my favorite times performing has been when there were six of my niggas That's what I'm standing saying. right there and no one else in there. Like, those sometimes can be the most fun right. shows. It's not about qual. It's not about quantity. It's really not. I would rather have seven right. niggas knowing every word and jamming out exactly. than a packed house of people looking at me like I'm motherfucking dumb. Right. The new singing, rapping shit. That's just annoying. But it, it, live, though, it's even worse. It's even like, worse. It sounds bad on a track, but live, it's like, yo. And niggas be gassing and shit, too. <laughs> like, yeah, and I hate when you niggas, niggas aren't Drake. <laughs> you niggas playing not Roddy Rich. You not little Baby. And they just be using the wrong term. The worst is for me, especially as a musician, when people use the wrong like terminology, like niggas be saying like, bro, I love how you harmonize. Like that's not what he's doing. Exactly. Like, niggas just, just relax. Exa <laughs> yo, when you me. burp, does two voices come out at once? You know what's crazy, yo? So it's a uh, woman in, not Snarky Puppy, but it's a band kind of like that. She can, not. It's not. she's not even in it. She just sang with them one time and she can actually do a double harmony. Like she can sing two voices at one time. That's insane. Can we talk about how getting a nine to five has ruined every part of my life Bro, and how I things. need to fucking quit? Yeah. But like I have like goals that I need to accomplish. So in my life right now, it's not about what I want. It's about what I need. Because when I, I lost my job when COVID happened, right? Gotcha. Right. And so all the money I was making off of OnlyFans or my personal brand start, I had to supplement with just that money with everything so it's yeah. like with a nine to five i can use that money to live and use my other money to invest into my career right you see what i'm saying but you i can't do both with only one set of funds it's all bricks all white bricks pretty much you just gotta like i think the main thing for niggas is having that plan mm. you gotta have an exit plan man all right I oh i got mine oh tuh. facts <laughs> you see that weed over there growing you think that's for fun? The fuck? Nah, like, niggas, need, I need a way out. It's but that's period. what I be doing at work. I be working on exactly. my... Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, I already got... I'm on, I'm on uh, phase three right now. So, I know that's right. That's we were talking about with the house. Like, niggas, the house was the shit. Everything's leading into everything because the whole thing to me is it's not really... 
I mean, obviously making money is important, but I don't think making money is as important as minimizing debt. Mm, right, right. So I think that comes first and just getting rid of that that monthly shit, any type of bullshit that you have. And like me, I got to the, to the extent of being like, I got I got a crib so I could get a garden so I can have my own food to spend less money on that. Period. Wait, are you going? Are you growing yet? Not yet. I'm just I'm researching. Oh, now. I cannot wait. I'm learning. Peppers. Yeah. Oh, I, I got bro. I got like cucumbers. Forty packs of seeds. Period. Period. I feel like so many people in our generation is into gardening. And it, like so many people. Because niggas, is, we get, we, it's evolution. We getting better. We understand things. And I feel like niggas don't want to work for nobody. We we like, want to be more, at least more self-sufficient. Yeah. Right. You right. know, obviously, unless you're about to hunt your own animal. Or at least getting <laughs> that second income. Right. I'm almost there for my damn self shit. If I didn't live you in Petersburg. You about Peter, to start hunting. If I, I live in Petersburg, so you know, them shit is like tainted. I ain't doing all that. This is Come to Caroline. Thug ass animals and shit. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Petersburg. I did not know you lived in Petersburg. Yeah, sir. I live, I'm out there. Scoozy. My house is nice, though. I got a nice house. Scoozy. They need to shut Petersburg public schools down immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you have a child on God. Oh, they're not even being raised. I will out there. not breathe correctly if you have them going to Petersburg. No, ma'am. <laughs> Petersburg to me is Newport News 15 years ago. So yeah, and I don't know anything about Newport News. It was Petersburg right now. Mm. It's very ghetto. As fuck. Like, yeah. as soon as I got out there, I was like, why does this feel familiar? <laughs> like, what's that smell? Just seeing strong crackheads and shit. So, You ever spend time in Petersburg? No, not really. Ghetto. I've only been to one party in Petersburg, and at it was Virginia at State. Virginia State. I love Virginia State's campus. I think it's so beautiful. It's cool. I think it's so cute. I got I got into it when I first came out to... to uh, the area, me and Bruce got into like a wild little situation out there. What happened? Nothing too crazy. We, we Our brothers was having a party, so I'm not going to say what part of our organization I'm on, but uh, our organization is musical, so we have a lot of gay gentlemen in our shit, which ain't no problem with that. Now, here's the problem is when you go to places where niggas don't respect you. So we got there, and our brothers is mad, cool. When we see immediately what's, what type of time it was, it was mostly just like a gay party, which, again, Ain't nobody tripping. Here's the problem. So you know uh, how they talk about if uh, it's like a not an argument, but a situation where it's like if you a lady, if you let another lady make your man's plate, if we replace that with niggas. So we get in there and niggas was like, bro, I'm trying to make your plate. It's like, you don't got to even do that, bro. It's cool. Appreciate you for being so hospitable, but you ain't got to do that. Next thing you know, a nigga pop up with meatballs and chicken wings and shit. It's like. Didn't even have to do that. It's all good. Oh, and it's okay. the the more we got into the night, these niggas got more comfortable. And it wasn't even our frat. It was just, like I guess, they groupies. Them niggas was in there bugging. Because so. you know you what they want. They want straight guys. That's what mm-hmm. really turns them on. Yeah. Niggas, yeah. Some of them niggas be wild and looking for trophies. And I'm like, bro, yeah. you ain't even got to do all that. We just <laughs> we just cool. And then one of the homie sisters was in there wilding and just throwing hella ass on people. and. Yeah, like, yo, dead ass. And then the dude was like, hey, bro, she's 17. Oh. Like, hey, why is she here, nigga? What the fuck? So it was just some wild shit. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, it was it was too much. Niggas was throwing. And then, then one of the niggas started throwing ass on people and shit like that. And me and the homies just like, bro, it's a, like, look, we here for Boundaries. Every, we here for everybody to have a good time. <laughs> Y'all didn't tell us it was going to be the type of party, though. But the wings are good. The sauce is nice. So and then we peeled out and like one of one of our brothers who invited us, this nigga hit up a, a 
not even hit a pole on like Paul's worthy. Like this nigga got in a car accident, wrapped the shit. And then me and Bruce at some point woke up in the McDonald's parking lot. I called, I just moved out of here. I've been at work a week. Had a call out. There was like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, sorry. <laughs> the niggas gave me wings and meatballs. I don't know what to tell you. Jeez, that's a lot. It was fun. It was a fun time. We had a good time. Uh, yeah, I've never partied at Virginia State as an adult, but my mom went to Virginia State and my mom was like a founder of the Woo Woo's, the cheerleading squad there. Hey. Yeah, so I used to go to Woo Woo Camp out there. So I just think I remember it as a child. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I went one year for my birthday. One of my friends went to Virginia State. And she was like, Leah, come down. Come down. Was it Let's fine? party. Girl, it was. I had the time of my life. I got Aww. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> the party was lit. It was like, um, I'm pretty sure it was a fraternity that had the party. Um it was at a house there. The police came. They put the couch in front of the door so the police couldn't get in. Ghetto. It was great. I threw ass all night. Period. Oh, very nice. <laughs> you were about to say acid. I was like, that's even wilder. Have y'all ever done acid or mushrooms? No. Nah, man. I, I the only drug I've ever done is weed. No. I don't think weed gets me where I need to be. You don't want to be higher? What about you, Scoozy? So, again, I'm, I'm from the, the, the sell, not do era. So I I know a little too many people on drugs. I got I know people I got people in my family that's been on drugs and shit. So I like me too, and I still want to do mushroom. Well, so I think mushrooms a little different, but yeah, I said for, mushroom for me though. It's just I know the way my mind and my trauma is not where I need it to be at for me to start. Woo! You know Th- that's why I have not done it, Scoozy. Yeah, as much as I would like to, people are like, yo, if you're not healed. You might not want to fuck with mushrooms because it could expose some shit to you that you're not ready for. And right. I already know. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the homies been on the shit like my like you know for my lady's birthday we had like went to do tube or whatever in the river, and like everybody who we was with like her some of my other friends Bruce and stuff they they did them and they was like you know having a good time, but me I was like bro I'm not taking the chance because like me I like. The most I've done is like half a bean, and I was wilding off. What's of, a bean? Like ecstasy. Oh, okay. Oh, I've never done ecstasy. Yeah, and I and like the, immediately the next day I was like, I knew better. Why did I do that? And so you didn't. It wasn't worth it, bro. I was wilding. I was like, and this is on my birthday too. I was like, in my yard, like fighting trees and shit, shit that you don't do on a bean. Like I was bugging. Like I'm like crying and. In, in, I, bro, at one point yeah, I was in the crying shit. bro. I was in the grass, <laughs> you know, like in prone support because that's like if you like have a rifle, you like this. I'm like doing that, talking to Bruce, like this is how we did in the army. I was wilding. I remember next day I was like, no, what the fuck? I know better. This is see, this is the consequence. I this is proof. See, I have such a low tolerance for shit for anything. Right yeah. for any like a Tylenol will put me out. So right. it's like I don't want to push my boundaries. <laughs> And if I do some shit like that, like I wild out and don't come back from it. Yeah. Like I, I've never seen you wild out though. I've never, but yeah, I mean, I've never seen you on hardcore drugs. No. I just don't feel like you have that personality. I really don't. You're like always in control. And that's how I like to be. Like <laughs> right. I like to smoke my weed. I like to feel good, but I want to be in control. I do not like the, the tripping out and. People having to care for me. I really want to do it. I'm not going to lie. It's just that. And it's a level of trust of like, you know, who you're around as well. Oh, that, of course. So. 
it's probably one of them things too like the good thing is like with the shrooms and shit like that they're getting a little bit more ahead with it like so you can actually microdose it now I mean, I'm yeah still that's not my friend does it, but, yeah you know i can dig it it's not for me still but period i just don't i just don't want to bug out and my thing is too when you get into psychedelics and it start activating different parts of your brain i'm not trying to do something that i can't reverse right right and then now i'm just a crack or like a yeah I'm just worried that, like, God is going to bring up, like, dark moments in my life and bring them to the forefront, you know? Like, that's what I'm worried about. Like, shit that you've gone through. Bruh. He's like, oh, God, there it's it is. It's just funny because I just imagine niggas is just somewhere kicking it and then you randomly go, Ugh. Like, oh, shit, she lost it. This is it. <laughs> and they know. The when I get that look in. on my face, it's like, you're about to cry. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> hey, yo. You cry even harder. <laughs> Can I tell you some funny shit about niggas crying? Tell me. So all me and my peoples that I'm real cool with, we I think we all reached this level of I'm not just holding your fucking. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Of like not being embarrassed to cry, but it's so funny because like one of my uh, lady friends, for example, she's like tough as fuck. Like she's just hella tough, and she rams me. She's like, my nigga, I'm not, I'm not worried about crying no more. I'm like, all right, cool. Like so, I went to visit her one time. I was in the news. And she just hit me with the most random thug cry. She, but it was like, there was no buildup. She was like, yeah, bro, I'm not doing well. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, nigga, my grandma just died. I'm like, damn, I'm sorry. She's, <laughs> and just started ugly crying hard. And I'm like, damn, bro, I'm sorry. Do you want a hug? No, nah, nigga, I'm good. I just got to cry for a while. And then she just sat there and was like, Ugh. And like, and I'm here for it, but it was funny as hell. I love it, though. I'm, I'm glad niggas is crying now. Oh, my God. See, I don't handle shit like that well if at you all be weak? i would literally be crying laughing <laughs> no you wouldn't like in that moment what the fuck do you do girl i, I would be weak before my brother found jesus one time i was at a gas station my brother found jesus <laughs> in like the last couple years and now he's like the best person to ever walk the face of this earth where he used to be an asshole right but that's neither here nor there <laughs> So I was at the gas station pumping my gas and I had lost my fucking debit card. Mind you, I had just lost my shit like three days before that. Like I kept losing the shit. I just was so stressed out and I was at the gas station, didn't have my car to get gas. My tank was on E. So I called my brother like, my nigga, I need some gas. Come save me. Right. He pulled up. No, I, he was already there when I pulled up to the gas station and he was like talking to one of his friends and I was bawling my eyes out and the friend came over there to speak to me and i'm just sitting there fucking crying like couldn't even speak and my brother was like you need to get it together <laughs> see that's when i knew i needed therapy when you was crying like that randomly i'd be in the studio with <laughs> i niggas. need help me too bro i'd be lit and then i just start i make everybody so uncomfortable i start crying so hard like and it's like and, and with that energy too like everybody's having a good time i'm just like all right, everybody, time to go. Let's, oh my god! Yeah, I used to be wild. I cried on the way to work this morning. <laughs> like something is wrong. Like I'd be emotional. <laughs> it's not wrong with. But it. I don't know if it's my period or what. Right, right. But let the wrong commercial come on, bitch. I'll be in here bawling. <laughs> Bruh, it's that nigga. That's how I knew I was getting older. I started watching certain things. Like, I remember I seen somebody playing with some puppies. I started crying. I was All like, right what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> I think I was, that was when I was like turning 25. Like, ran, like random shit like that, I would start. You a Gemini, though. We are, we are emotional. Yeah. Yeah, we're emotional. 
Especially they say men. How do you feel about being a Gemini, Scoozy? Because I don't like it. Because, you know, all my life it's just been negative feedback. And so when people ask me now, like, what's your sign? I don't like to tell them. Man, fuck people. Nah, but uh, I, would, I would say, bro, it's perspective. I think, I don't know if me and you talked about this, but a lot of people, they get and they're talking about horoscopes and shit like that. And they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They just be woke and word, you know, drapes and shit. But um, I feel like when niggas talk about um hold the mic by that yeah perfect yeah bet. nah but um i feel like when um for example so for us being gemini so one thing that's been big for me my my whole life boss is like um duality Wait, why did you say oh big for me yeah gotcha. it's just, it's just funny at this point the pause yeah we were actually talking about that my uh, my media training know. you don't know what pause means <laughs> Like, when men say pause. No. I've never like, heard that from a man ever. Are oh you boy. kidding me, Leah? I'm so serious. It's like no homo. Oh, okay. But Scoozy will say it so often. Like you've said it like four yeah. times tonight. I'll and say, I'm like, wait, what did so you So I'll say, say pause for non-gay related things. Like, I'll say pause just for shit that sounds like kind of like spicy. But to me it's to me it's more funny. Like it's like if somebody says like to me it like kinda brings humor to the situation. I rarely even say it for gay stuff. It's usually if it's Yeah, like, I've never heard that. That's what all. it's supposed to be for. It's like cause originally it was like pause, comma, no homo. And then the homo's obviously offensive. And then now it's just like pause. And that's I'm even true. and I'm even trying to get out of saying pause because it can be taken offensively. I mean, cause it's like for what? Yeah. And again, for me, it's more I just think it's it's funny. Yeah. But I can see how it can be taken. Do you and your girl watch porn together? Not yet. You want to? It's in the plans. See, have you ever done that before? No. Is it something you would want to do? No. See, I just don't know if it will work because I think the type of porn I'm into <laughs> would disturb him. Right. Um, yeah, I, would, I, can, I can feel you on that one. Because <laughs> I remember uh, my shorty went on my laptop for something and she went on the wrong browser. And I was like, hey. That's so <laughs> embarrassing when he opened up my shit and it's like, um, <laughs> red bone getting trained in the bathroom like it's very aggressive midget little feet like hey <laughs> I just wanted to see what was gonna happen like granny sucking dick right <laughs> cookies where <laughs> Mexican midget comes on cookie dough like have y'all seen um, midget the stallion I think that's her name no I, you know what's fucked up? I was about to correct him. Like, oh, did you mean X, Y, and Z? But I think I, I actually don't know her name. But I think I know no, her about. name is something the stallion. But she a little jump. She's literally, y'all, like, it's got to be like two feet tall. I be trying to figure out where it goes. <laughs> and when I tell y'all she be taking dick. I know and like in her too. Yes. I know you know what I'm talking I think her name's Minnie the Stallion. It's something like that. I might. It's something look, the stallion. If I look at my history, I could probably find it. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> she's little as a bitch. She takes dick. She be strapping bitches down. Like period. <laughs> <laughs> and her thing is like the bigger the nigga, she gonna do it. Like let him be six eight and huge as a bitch with mm. a big dick. She you saw, you saw my hair. <laughs> yeah. <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Miss Ma'am. I think it's just Mini Stallion. Mini Stallion. I think that's just her name is yeah Mini Stallion. Huh. Period. Say that for later. No. <laughs> now, but she be going off though. I respect it. And see, I look at porn for humor sometimes. Like that would be hilarious to me. I'm not getting off to that. I could get off to it. I could get off. 
<laughs> Save for later. Only thing that would make me not get off y'all know is because she's a porn star. Like, that's the only... I like homemade porn. I like to see regular people fuck. You want to know how I know I'm lit? Go ahead. I just tried to drink this. I was like... I like seeing regular people fuck. So the moment my mind knows that you're a porn star and knows that there's a director in there, and pre- yeah. like now I'm blown. No. Like I want to see hood niggas off the street fucking. Period. Like fucking, um, God bless the dead, um, George Floyd. <laughs> that I'm not saying nothing that didn't happen. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, what? It's just happened. What just happened? You didn't know Susie? George Floyd was out I just here? didn't. I didn't. I just. <laughs> I'm stuttering. I did not expect you to say that name. I did not. I did not. God bless the dead. He was a porn star. I just didn't expect you to say was that. Was he really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> bro, Bruce is going to listen to this and be like, bro, we are trying to drop an album. Are you serious? I said hood niggas off the street, fuck. <laughs> You're dead ass wrong because that man was still a porn star. I just know I'm, my next business meeting is going to be a big board of just like from this podcast of just like, bro, you couldn't stop at mini stallion. <laughs> we went from fucking bitches on a period to mini stallion to a big dick show energy. Not George Did you have Floyd. to say George Floyd? But I mean... He did. He what? He God bless the dead. He, he was a porn star. He did a damn thing. And he also left his. He lost his life on Chelsea to the police. But he was a porn star. It was such a bad transition. <laughs> Two things can be true. Because when it <laughs> Casey Anthony killed the kids. One of fifth grade spelling bee. Did she really? Maybe. I don't know. Two things can be true at once. The album. <laughs> Let's talk about the album. <laughs> yes. Okay, Scoozy, you let me hear this album months ago. Or, well, it wasn't the finished product. Right, right, right. And, oh, my God. Me and my nigga was bumping that shit at crazy rates. And we're like, when is he going? Like, what is he doing? Like, so what made you take so long on it? And really ask about the octopus. That's your whole thing. Ever since I met you, it's been the octopus brand. So just break it down to us. Cool. Now I do got to ask, have you heard the updated version I sent you? I haven't. That's okay. But definitely listen when you get a chance. I low key though. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to listen when it comes out. Yo, and I appreciate that. Like the ones I fuck with, like I yeah. already listen, but like the new ones, I kind of want to wait. Definitely. Um, yeah, and I and I respect that and I appreciate it. I don't it's kind of an artist thing. Like yeah. I wanna hear it when it's like in its full package, when it's full you know? Yeah, it's gonna and it's all building up to it too, man. It's like everything is happening when it's happening for a reason. We gotta get back on the Gemini conversation too, because it ties in with this. But we're gonna Go say ahead. bookmark. But as far as the album though, um yeah, man, I'm just fucking excited. As far as it taking the time, man, that's just what it was. It was something like things happened when they were supposed to happen. Some things, again, I just learned more spiritually about the world and myself, and I just had to not rush things and just let them happen as they were supposed to. Like, a lot of important stuff happened. Like, um, no one ever, the group that produced the project, Jack Union, it's like one of my best friends, he had a baby. You know, like, they brought a life into this world at the That's same time. That's about to be me. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, literally? 
like wonder. Oh, I thought you. I'm like, bro, you hitting that tequila kind of hard. I was like, like wait, something's not. Are we sharing things I'm on the podcast? On my period right now. Yeah, so no, I was like, everything, everything's not. No, but no. y'all, sorry to cut you off. No, you good, you good. I swear to God, these are the cutest babies I've ever seen in my yes. life. Where are y'all getting these cute ass babies from, and where is mine? Vaginal delivery. <laughs> that's what babe said he was like two people have sex and this verb okay relax i know how they're made i'm just saying like it's really cute okay finish talking about the album so um yeah ask about the octopus man it's just really about um matriculation it's like the next step from the last album which is about college and going through ain't shit periods and selling dope and blah blah blah, blah. this is like trying to find a good grown-ass album where it's not i'm not forcing the fact down your throat that it's like Hey, I'm an adult. But at the same time, it's like we're talking about adult shit. Like, this is something it's meant for you to drink wine to. It's meant for you to smoke to. You can ride in your car to it. This is not no turn up ass album. It's like some chill shit. And it's like we talking about we talking about everything from finances to dealing with death to uh, having a significant other. Like, it's really and it even uncovering a lot of trauma and shit like that, too. Um, Question. Yeah. Why promote it so early? Like, you have a whole ass rollout? It's like, what's the thought behind the rollout? Foreplay. Period. <laughs> Come on, foreplay. That's it. Yeah. I'm getting everybody ready. Like, there's more shit coming. All right. Wink. Nah, but that ass, though, it's like, I got a lot of things planned, man. Everything's going to make sense. And it's like, I really want, as far as on a cultural cultural aspect, I want niggas to put more importance on their projects, especially a cohesive body at work. Like this ain't no bullshit. Like this is serious shit. So it's like I want niggas to like start respecting their projects more. They like, won't. They don't even respect themselves. But I will. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Like so. that's what I'm saying. Fuck them. So it's like you gonna <laughs> I mean, again and then even for me on a business aspect, I'm building my shit. So I'm giving like I'm about to raise the price of them all my shit. But like I, I was telling the homie the other day, it's like you can't just raise the price of because you've been doing shit in a certain amount of time. You gotta raise the quality too. So this is the quality is being raised. It's like and niggas gonna like for example, the first step was niggas seen the first video, you seen the second video, you know that we about to do this, this and that. Cool. Well now the next step is you're gonna show up to these album listening parties. We're doing one in all of our markets uh weekly. Second, we're gonna start in DC. The ninth, we're going to be in the news, hometown. We're going to be out in Richmond on the 16th. 23rd, we're going to be in Atlanta. And every of those is going to be a different experience. And it's just me tying in with people so you can understand me as a person. But, like, also, we just want to have a good... We older, my nigga. We tapping out, trying to have a good time. We're going to get wine drunk. We're going to get high. We're going to listen to this music, and we're going to kick it. When, one thing that inspires me about you, though, that I definitely, like, definitely want to do for myself is, like, you curate your own environment. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're Thanks. not jumping on a bunch of shows just to be like, no, I'm going to throw the show and this is who I'm going to have and this is how it's going to be. Like, and that's how I need to be more of instead of like complaining or waiting for something, you know, like just do the shit. It's just you got to know what you want. You got to dictate it, period, and then make it happen. And that's all it is. It's, again, it's just that it's the BD energy. Like, you know what you want. You know how you want to do it. And now you. Tell motherfuckers, yourself included, is motherfuckers, this is how it's going to happen and make it feasible. I think we should all go around and say, what's something we think that happens at live shows that's unacceptable? By all means. Y'all want me to go first? Yes, please. Take the floor. The bad audio quality. I feel like that's the number one. Like, 
Because even if an artist is great, we're not going to know it because this audio fucking sucks. It doesn't matter. That do, that does it for me. Yeah. That's a, that's 100%. Yeah, and that's most of the time. And it's one of the things you don't think about until it's too late. Mm, right. We're not, you, you shouldn't be, but I say as a person enjoying the show or as a performer who might, like, you might have been booked for it and he's like, okay, we're about to have a sound check. As, as soon as I go to shows and there's no sound check scheduled, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a piece of shit. Right. Right. <laughs> what about you, Scoozy? Uh, live shows, I would say, um, you, you picked a good one, honestly, but I would say outside of that, um, Scoozy is a brilliant performer. Thank yeah, you. and that's why. And likewise, I, by the way, you're a very you. good performer. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Everybody sucks. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I would say time, starting the fuck on time. A lot of, pro, not even promoters, but people who do shows, they take too long. Oh, more people are gonna show up. Fuck people. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Um, and I feel like I feel like a good 15, 20 minutes to hold is okay. I, I do. I, I mean, f- that's a different opinion. It, uh, yeah, I'll say it depends. If I'm, yeah. if I'm performing last. And that first person waiting 15, 30, that 15, 30 turns like 20. I didn't say 30, but I think oh, like I gotcha, I gotcha. if the show starts at 6 and the first performer goes on at 6.15. Oh, yeah, like, no, that's different. Yeah, I would say like when you said it, like for me, example, like let's say I, me as like for for the uh, the album listenings. Right. I'll, oh, yeah. They, this shit starts at 7. Cool. It opens at 7. Cool. We're going to start performing at 7.30. Not at 7.45. Yeah. But also not at, you know, as soon as the shit opens. But the MC needs to be introducing the show at Something music, right. something gotta, needs to be happening we at seven schedule, o'clock. We gonna, I would say this. Here's a better phrasing: stick to the schedule. Schedule is a schedule. What do you think, Lily? The talent. Ooh, that's a big one. That's the best one. <laughs> like. <laughs> well, then if that's the case, it ain't I'm gonna just be a not lot gonna of motherfuckers keep, out here performing. I'm not. I'm just not gonna keep going to shows that the talent isn't improving. Yeah. It's nothing different. Yeah. It's the same stuff. It's a nigga out there with a bonnet on his head with Crocs on with his asshole showing. Clearly nobody gives a fuck about this. So that, why am I here? Why am so I here? Specific. Right. Like no cheeks, no crack hole. Like damn, bro. You remember the dude that crack was out? Why like one nigga your, came in pajamas what? and flip flops. Why are you in pajamas and this other nigga next to you got his crack out? And we at a show. So corny, man. Is it or is it just like it's who, a waste of my time? But now I feel like I now I really feel like a failure. <laughs> like when I'm in those environments, I'm like, oh wow, these are the people I'm around, and this is what the people must, that right. invited me here I think must of me. Be, I must be, yeah. I you, must, I must right. be an asshole because I'm looking at one. That's crazy <laughs> that you thought so highly of me, <laughs> right. fucking slut. Like right. I'm going home, right? Fuck out right. Here. Like that's crazy that this is the level I'm on, right? Ass crack. <laughs> like, great. <laughs> no, not to invite me to shit. I ain't coming. Like, I be telling you, hey, I'm coming to your show. I, yeah, I'm coming, bro. This going to be buttholes. <laughs> yeah, it's just, he That's was wild. performing that night. What is happening? This is despicable. I feel like my time is everything. Yeah. Like, if you Nothing waste my time. And money, because the little show would be $10, $15. Now I'm in here looking at assholes. I'm paying to get in to hear niggas paid. scream, saying they're going to fuck, fucking kill their moms and shit. Mm. Why? Like, this is... <laughs> Despicable. <laughs> this is not what I'm interested in. That's so crazy. Also, it's about pissy boy time, too, so excuse me. 
I'm so weak. <laughs> we about to wrap it up. Okay. All right. Thank y'all so much for coming on the motherfucking show. Of course. Show, it is always. Hey. Always a pleasure. Y'all are amazing people. Both of you. Likewise. You're an amazing person. I'm just Period. trying to be. <sighs> trying to be good, y'all. Had a good ass time, man. Scoozy, thank you so much. I already told you I want you to come back the week the album drops. Hell, like, yeah. hey, yo, I'm off that week, so it's perfect. Nothing. Perfect. Turn up. All right, thank you as always, Leo. Tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Aaliyah Charday underscore. That is A A L I Y A H C H A R D A E underscore. <laughs> As long as you can spell Scoozy, you can find me. And to be specific, that is S-K-U-Z with two eyes. Hopefully, like your cough. I'm just fucking with you. Nah, S-K-U-Z with two eyes. Uh, it's that on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Tidal, uh, goddamn Spotify, iTunes, Facebook. Tell them, like, your newest video and, like, where they can go support it. I'm going to also have it in the description. Hell, yeah. So, we just dropped calisthenics. Uh, get your goddamn workout on. Get your abs, bitch. Uh, do some crunches. Uh, currently, almost probably at seventy k. I don't really care about the numbers, but yes, it's worth mentioning. that is big. Period. Scoozy, that's huge. Thank you. Congratulations. Appreciate that, man. But you can look also YouTube. Same thing. Got hella content up there. Go take a look at that shit. Having a good time, and um, we got more videos coming as well. Too. The next one is gonna be uh, Old Morals for New Society coming out at some point that I'm gonna release very shortly. All right. All right, y'all. See, See y'all next ya. week. Yo. 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 Monzi. RVA. RVA. Oh. oh. Whoa. Ha. Shout out Joe Chancellor. Rule one. Make them fall in love, then it turn into your bestie. Rule two, show him you a freak and you get a little zesty. Now he wanna arrest me, got me in the cuffs while I'm slobbing on a testy. Then we make it go lefty, role playing, he can be my brother like Jeffrey. Nigga, I'm the shit, rubbing on my titties while I'm riding on the dick. Contemplating marriage while I'm swallowing his kids. When my mama finally hit it, she gon' probably have a fit. Like Lena, eat my ass for dinner. See me with this rap as far as bars go oh, And I make the call Only 411 so I'm giving him my all Money gave no fucks Brokey hit the DM and he had no luck Ha, he had me all fucked up Went back to my nigga, got him all sucked up Now he want a 3Z Horrible decision, call a man and Weezy Like Lena, eat my ass for dinner My waist is getting slimmer And my booty getting big Shawty's in the club and we clapping it up. 
we racking it up Niggas always want hugs, but we dapping them up My man's got the green and he bagging up Fellas always trying to hit the Jane and I be cracking up I got my smell good on sweet lavender Nigga wanna suck all of the juices out my body like he Dracula I hit my man DMs with my cellular I told him he must be the one cause I don't do this on a regular I swear to ya, I know that honesty is ready ya I cut her bestie off, she pissed me off so then I dead it up I swear my girl's the prettiest compared to her I could be the grittiest and I don't give a fuck cause I ain't scared of her Slimmer and my booty getting bigger. Cause I'm the-